and welcome to the Possibly Haunted Podcast. Welcome back to the Possibly Haunted Podcast. I'm here with Heather Morgan. <laughs> they both said it at once on my Zoom, but it's okay. We'll separate it out and post. Um, anyway, so this week we are, it's my week. Yay, I got to pick a title. Um, so this week I decided I wanted to talk about time travel. I thought it was something that was uh, fun for everybody. It could get really kitschy or really kind of pop culture reference and stuff like that. So I thought it would be a fun you know, kind of low-key topic since we are all going a little bit insane this time of year, I think. Yeah, Heather just nodded with big eyes, which means yes. But before we get into that, we uh, do have... I, I was thinking, I didn't understand the assignment. I went full-blown government conspiracy. No, that is at all. time... Tra- <laughs> well, I know, but the, it's time travel. You understood the assignment, you just made more work for yourself. <laughs> you are the overachiever. You're the person in the group project that's like, yeah, okay, I'm going to do my own side project while everyone else does the group project. Thank you. <laughs> um, <but laughs> we all hated you. Just kidding. Um, we were all her. Don't even <laughs> act like you didn't do... No, I'm not doing this. And I was not... Let's not also act like I wasn't the one doing the entire group project. <laughs> oh, see, I was always the aesthetics person on a group project. Like, you know, that I was going to make sure we had, the, like, the bubble letters were perfect on our trifold mm-hmm. board. I, I was that person. Slackers. I did, I would like... have loved you, because I did a lot of, like, the, the, the detail, the organization and stuff, but I my visual my art mo- is not that good. <laughs> I would raid my mom's, like, scrapbooking paper and come up with, like, borders for everything. Like, it was intense. <laughs> um, but... Anyway, so, the Coven Quarter this week, slightly on oh, aesthetics. Before you get too far into that, we Ooh. actually did have Coven Corner comments. <gasps> Coven Corner comments! Go ahead. Um, so there's uh, two from Instagram. One is, <laughs> we know who this is, Dr. Chris Smith Music. <laughs> yeah, nice. And uh, he said, uh, quote, that Allegua would open the door to new possibilities, end quote, and that was to the Coven Corner um following directly my episode of the last mm-hmm. uh, three-part series. So if you don't know who Elegua is, then you need to go back to that episode and listen. Yeah. And then this one I thought was something that we could spend just a tiny bit of time um, talking about because our very own Steve Chad Stallings <gasps> Steve. commented, and he said, all three of you know exactly what I would ask for from a Crossroads Spirit. But here's the thing. I think we have very different ideas. So I want to take one guess real quick. Get, take a second. <laughs> think about it. What does he want from a Crossroads Demon? Oh, man. Okay, so in my head, there are a couple, like, solid ideas for me. Um, one of them, I think he would want, like, a phone line where he could talk to people in pop culture history and be like, what were you thinking? Uh, because <laughs> I remember multiple coffee conversations that involved us just sitting there and being like, okay, so do you know in history when blank did blank? 
And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, what were they thinking? And we'd come up with these wild, like, stories as to how, you know, someone set their hair on fire or, you know, how somebody came up with a certain book. And we're like, most of the times we're like, it was probably drugs. But, you know, it would be kind of cool. I think that both of us would sell a small portion of our soul for specifically that phone line. That would be a really cool, like, little interview TV show. You know what I mean? Yeah. I also I think Steve's very creative and would come up with something cooler than what I can come up with, so. I you think know. I would be work well together, but I, I see what you're saying. We are agents of chaos. <laughs> first, I'm not going to lie. My first thought was, like, to finish his gosh darn thesis. Like, <laughs> Oh, true. No, that's, I think that's Cherry's. <laughs> oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Well, my, my other one, what I was thinking is, like, maybe so he could, like, hear certain musicians who have, you know, died, like, hear them perform live, maybe, Ooh, yeah. like, to play with them, you know? We have had extensive conversations about, uh, he was there, so there was one time I found a shirt that was from one of the stage crew roadies from the Sex Pistols, it was an original t-shirt mm -hmm. from one of their tours, and we talked about how we really wanted that t-shirt. So maybe, maybe it'd be cool if we could like go back in time, see people play, and then steal stuff <laughs> to sell on eBay later. I mean, yeah. What about you, Morgan? What do you think? You'd want to be as good of a guitar player as Martin Carthy. Ooh, that's a very that's practical a one. one. I'll tell him to listen to this episode so he can decide which one of us was correct. Yeah, please tell but us. <laughs> Anyways, that's it. That's all I got. Continue. Cute. I love it. Okay, so this week's um, Coven Corner came from a small talk conversation I had with a, my, like, pedicure nail technician. Uh, because I don't like having normal small talk. Because, you know, that's stupid. Uh, what I do like to do is ask people about their hopes and dreams and, like, secret desires. But in, like, uh, very out-of-the-way questions. So the question that I asked her because she talked about historical costuming, was if you had to go back in time, um, what are what outfits are you most excited about? Like, what item of clothing are you like, fucking give it to me? Um, did I write it weird? My brain is weird, but we'll get to that during my episode. No, so it could also going. just be an object. Let's say a portion of fashion that you're like, yeah. Or like, like uh, fashion an and aesthetics, but not thinking yeah, about the yeah. realities and horrors of yes. Times. Because let's be real, both of us uh, in this situation that I was talking to this woman, both of us are women of color. Yeah, we don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, and she, she, when I said that, she turned to me and she cracked up and she said, "You're right." <laughs> but, okay, um, so I, under I understand the assignment now. So, yeah. what's your answer to your cup and corner? So, mine is very specific. Um, so, th there's a part of me that's like, oh, I really like, you know, Victorian era lace and stuff like that, because it's hard to find, like, really beautifully handmade l lace pieces now, because, you know, machines. Um, and so the first thought would be something like that, like specifically there was an Irish lace dress that's in my dissertation that I managed to shoehorn into a chapter, and I <laughs> love that dress. So there's part of me that was like that one, but I wouldn't wear it anywhere, which is the problem. So the real answer would be in the 1940s to the early 1950s, there are jeans. They're like thick denim jeans. They're high-waisted. I'm talking 14, 15-inch, like... Uh, 
rise level that they, they would come up basically underneath like over my rib cage high you know real high really wide-legged jeans giant pockets that's what I want. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that's coming. Forever. That's actually coming into current fashion, which is I interesting. Have a, I have a pair that is uh, in my, like, shopping cart, and I'm like, I'm going to buy them one day. But unfortunately, they're about 100 bucks, And so I'm just staring at them, waiting for the day in which I feel confident enough to buy a $100 pair of jeans that I don't know how they will look on me. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, we're waiting. We're, we're waiting on that day when that happens. It's going to happen one of these days. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get real brave. Because <laughs> they're imported from England. Oh, That's how okay. they cost so okay. much. I do like that aesthetic, though. Yeah, like, I like it. I think it'll work with... Uh, I wear a lot of... Um, someone said it was, like, dark academia, but you're dead, uh, was how somebody recently described my aesthetic. And I was like, oh, chill. Because I do like... Um, sort of that turtlenecky mm-hmm. dark academia thing, but I also don't own colors, uh, including brown, which I'm working on. I have a tan shirt. It's pretty good for you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I have a tan shirt now, and um, that's about it. But I do want those high waisted jeans. Yeah, really no, that sounds amazing, jeans. especially when you said pockets. Like, yeah, the pockets are want. like. It's fit a small baguette in it, you know? That's like, what that's... I'm talking about. I want to walk around on the streets with a baguette in my yeah, pocket. Yeah, I want baguette pockets. That's, that's all any young lady wants is baguette pockets. And then, you know, uh, a lovely young woman, woman, whatever, just comes up and be like, you know, is that a baguette in your pocket? Are you happy to see me? Like, it's hilarious. We get the yeah. connotation. It's not weird or creepy. It's yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> So that's mine. But moving on to, uh, I'm excited to hear what you guys said, especially because Heather immediately panicked, realizing that she misunderstood the assignment. And it's but thankfully, like... I already know. Like, I already <laughs> okay. know the answer. But definitely, like, that's not how I read that. And I don't blame you. My brain is weird. So Yeah, it's fine. I also, I, I tend to, I sometimes I will not write questions specifically enough. And part of that is because I enjoy people answering incorrectly. <laughs> Well, you're, I'm going to give you my incorrect answer because I've thought about yeah, it. But I dig it. I will quickly I love it. give you the correct answer. <laughs> of course. Okay, so I wanted to start off the time traveling uh, journey uh, in sort of a casual way. I didn't want anything too serious or too because I figured one of you is probably going to get heavier than me. But one <laughs> of my favorite things um, about like time travel conspiracies is there are pictures and videos of people doing things and people are like, ah, it's a, it's a time traveler. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and so I found a list of a few of them and I will, um, I might send you guys a couple of the pictures just so you guys can understand it, but I will do my best because this is an audio medium to describe the picture and the context. And you can, these are like very famous. So if you want to look them up, I highly recommend looking them up and giving us, uh, opinions. So, um, there's been a number of pictures that have circulated the internet. Most of them turn out to be hoaxes or based on incorrect assumptions because we look at things from our context as 21st century humans. And so when we see, like, square thing person is holding, you're not necessarily going to think, oh, that's a tab, like a 
wooden tablet, you're going to think, aha, cell phone. Um, I already know what you're talking about. Yeah, so, and there's a lot of that. So you do have to kind of put that into context. Yeah. So the first really famous one is there is a film that is um, uh, Chaplin. It's Chaplin's Time Traveler um, is what it's called on YouTube. It's from a Charlie Chaplin film called The Circus. And during this thing, there's an extra that walks across the stage and she's in her, uh, she's in this heavy dark coat and she pulls up a, uh, this like little square thing and holds it up to her face like a smartphone. Um, and it's just a passerby. It looks like she's just walking down the street and then she's like, mm, blip. it's a little thin black device that looks like a phone. Um, the person who posted the uh, YouTube video, George Clark, uh, concluded that she was possibly a time traveler. It is a viral video, it has millions of hits, and actually went on to a news story at one point. Um, so now what, I will say the debunking thing, was done by an archivist, um, so one of our own, um, is, uh, so, <laughs> one of our own. Philip Skroska, so S-K-R-O-S-K-A, Skroska, an archivist. That's unfortunate. I know. An archivist at the Bernard uh, Becker Medical Library in Washington University in St. Louis says that the little rectangular thing the woman holds up to her ear is probably an ear trumpet. Um, so back in the day, if you needed a hearing aid, you would have this little, like, trumpet thing that would magnify the sounds into your ear. And so she was probably walking down the street, wanted to hear what was going on, and was like, boop, and was listening into her ear trumpet. And it wasn't a cell phone. Heather? Interesting. Yes. Yeah, I heard, I saw finger to nose, which sometimes means you have something to say. Oh, no, so. no. I, I'm thinking. You're good. That was really interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool. So um, there's also one of the other ones, which is my personal favorite, is the hipster at the 1941 bridge opening. So in uh, British Columbia, uh, Goldbridge, British Columbia, in 1941, there was a reopening of the South Fork Bridge. Um, so you see all of these men and women in hats, and um, they're in suits and hats. Think 1940s day out people uh, in outfit sense. Um, and you see all of these people, and you see this one man who appears to be wearing um, sunglasses that kind of look like, you know those wraparound sunglasses? Yeah, okay. it kind of looks like very close-fitting, form-fitting sunglasses that aren't what you think of 1940s sunglasses. Um, and then he's wearing a t-shirt which has some sort of like graphic design looking thing on the front. And he's wearing sort of this little sweater uh, that kind of looks like a hoodie. It looks like it has a hood on it. So... In our eyes, he looks very modern. Um, let me see. So, and he's also holding a little thing that looks like a camera, like a modern, like, little camera. And so he looks like a hipster from, I would say, uh, Obama-era hipster okay. would be, be what I would say he looks like. Um, so there's actually a debate right now as to whether or not that genuinely shows a time traveler or if it has been photoshopped, or if it is just us looking at it and seeing what we want to see. Um, so yeah. Uh, although further research says that type of sunglass uh, kind of appeared in the 1920s, so it's not impossible. 
Um, it, it's possible that the printed t-shirt is a sewn-on emblem, mm. uh, maybe from a sports team, and the hoodie is more of a, just like a cardigan, but eh, Paired we all can together have together as we, it's, it's, yeah, it looks different. Yeah, it looks different. Like, if you see it here, um, yeah. uh, if you look that up, you can see him. He's time-traveling hipster, is how you can look up that. Okay. Yeah, so as you do that, I will tell you about a couple more. Yes. Um, so there's one that... Oh, no. Load. Okay. So there's one other one that I really personally like, um, and it is a... It's this big scene where it is a image from 1905, and it's the sort of dock area. It's very busy. There's a ton of people around of a banana boat. Um, so there's a bunch of people kind of standing on this dock. There's horses and carriages, and in sort of the centerish part of this uh, this scene, you see this man in what appears to be a white T-shirt. And he has his hair cut in what appears to be um, like a mohawk. Like it's shaved on the sides and there's one little strip at the top. And so that one uh, is, it's like, that's not a, a time appropriate hairstyle. Blah, 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 blah. Um, but I've seen some of the discourse online is basically like, I think you're not realizing that there are people with different haircuts during different times. Like, it's a very Eurocentric yeah, way of looking say, at it. Yeah, I was going to say, like, all these things that we are, like, vibing with now, they've always existed. Yeah. In the mainstream. Like, tattoos and love... piercings have always existed. I like... know. So it's a very, like, what you're thinking of for 1905 is, like, middle to upper class white folk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, so this man could have been a worker who just mm -hmm. had short cropped hair. Um, maybe he had some weird balding pattern or something like that, or it could have been anything. He could have looked like anything. But he looks, I will say, kind of looks like he belongs in a ska band, which I really appreciate. I can't is he wait. wearing suspenders? He's wearing suspenders. I... It is like he's wearing like short sleeves and suspenders. Do you see it? But no, see, I wouldn't call that a mohawk because for what we know as a mohawk is styled up. Yeah, you're thinking Liberty uh, Spikes, you know, with the pa pa pa. Up. Oh. Um, what was the name? And of And this again? is, uh, so this one is called the Mohawk Time Traveler. Okay, that's what I googled. <laughs> yep. Guys. Honestly, the people naming these aren't the most creative namers, which is fine because it just makes it easier to find. Exactly. And the last thing I want you guys to look up, um, if you can, is... Oh, there's the mobile phone lady. Yeah. The Adidas Trainers Mummy. What? Well, that sounds good. Yeah, oh okay. Gosh. So, a, a few years ago, um, there was an ancient mummy unearthed by uh, archaeologists in Mongolia. Um, so, <laughs> the trainers that were... Or the feet that had, <laughs> were, had coverings that looked like Adidas Trainers... She was found with uh, an ancient clutch bag with a mirror, a comb, a knife, and more. No mobile fo phone, I'm sorry. Um, but the Adidas trainer <laughs> mummy shoes are fantastic. First of all, impeccable style sense on this mummy. Absolutely. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I do also like to think that they were very comfy shoes for the time. So they do practical. look comfy, actually. Practical, stylish, has everything she needs on the go in a little purse. Brilliant lady. Happy to have seen her, you know, existence. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? I'm not gonna lie, though. Obviously, I don't, like, who at Adidas would have, like, seen this mummy? But my first thought, actually, when I saw it, I was like, oh, Adidas ripped off this mummy's fashion. <laughs> <laughs> like they How saw it and they're like we're they? gonna recreate this but no one's gonna know because who's gonna know about the adidas mummy like you know what i mean <laughs> we will on this show us. yes we <laughs> debunk you know appropriation <laughs> so i just thought those were really fun i highly recommend looking up those i will send all of those to heather so that she can um yeah post so we them. can make sure that y'all see all these and like we look will at the post pictures them on and, like, the instagram see. like look at the pictures yeah. and see like the the hipster guy kind of got me a little yeah. bit, just a little bit. But like the, that was the Mohawk one, that... one that actually looks pretty. Like that would that's what I would expect to see in certain yeah. areas in that time period. Yeah, like it it's on a boat. Like that there's traveling people. It's at a port. Maybe someone just wanted to be wild with their haircut. Maybe they were trying to do the short sides long top, but weren't quite there yet. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> But That's yeah, so those cool. Those are my fun time traveling things. The pattern on the mummy's feet is definitely interesting. Yeah, I thought that was really like honestly, if I had uh, you know, some plain brown leather boots and someone's like, Hey, you wanna put a pattern on it? I would have been like, Yeah. I, I my guess is that that red color is not original. That's probably from time. Yeah, but I think it definitely has a pattern to it. Yeah. Like it like, like that, the stripes. Yeah, the stripes. Are, they're stripes. So, just so you know, listeners, um, it's these sort of boots that have these straps, and on the uh, top of the boot, um, there is some fabric that looks like red and black stripes um, that are very cool looking. On the on the top of the Ooh. foot part, because like, is it like a is it just a, is it like what we would consider like a normal shoe, or is it like a almost knee high boot? I think they're like. I can't tell, honestly. So it looks like maybe it was a shoe and then maybe spats over it kind of thing. I thought, because you can see like that um, strap. Yeah, yeah the those, ankle those area. Kind of like they were spats. boot buckle kind of thing. Yeah. Which is, looks turquoise in the picture. Yeah. So definitely, I think, may have been a bit more vibrant back in its day. But pretty, I mean, it's cool to see fashion mm -hmm. elements from so long ago because we like so many people were like ah primitive there was like no aesthetic there was no style they were just function and i'm like that's not true <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i do like there are quite a few other things like there's a soldier dabbing there's a you know there's a dude in like what looks like uh, surfer gear sitting on the side of a you know, hill with a bunch of Victorian era looking people. So like, there's a bunch of them around. A lot of them have been debunked and you can find that. I think a lot of it has to do with us looking at things and going, that's not what you're supposed to look like. Uh, but yes, um, I highly recommend just looking them up because it's a wild, uh, I would say Tumblr deep dive mm -hmm. uh, that I think is a great, like, can't sleep on a Tuesday night activity. Dude, the internet I literally think... tried to take me to the Reddit page, because I was like, oh, okay, I see where we're going. <laughs> yeah, Reddit's also good. 
I think it's also really easy to look at some of these photos and say, oh my god, time traveler, because that's what we look like now. Because we forget, like, where our things came from. Yeah. You know? Fashion like, is cyclical. cyclical. Like, we're literally yeah. cyclical. Like, like, the and, like, 90s. kids Guys, now. The yeah, 90s are say, Yeah, the 90s. Back. And we're, they're like, look at these accessories. See, it's more. Some of them. Like, I don't we know what that. it we is. We were, like, five. Yeah. I would say here it's the 70s. I so, don't okay. know what it is. Well, that's actually what I was going to say. So, like, especially, like, the high-waisted and then, the, like, the bell-bottoms, which I know them as mm-hmm. bell-bottoms, but we called them flared leggings, and now they're yeah. called yoga pants. Like, you know, they're just, like, like yeah. or, like, the, the, the or, yoga pants you know, style. my shag haircut that I got. My mom's like, oh, I loved when I had my shag haircut in the early 80s. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, but so, so I, I think saw the... a girl with some huge-ass bell-bottoms. Oh, I yeah, had, they're back. I had low-waist bell bottoms that were torn at the bottom. I love them. I've already lived it though. I don't I just learned about high waisted pants like a year ago. I'm I'm gonna do that. Oh but you so can I, pry I them out of my cold sure. dead hands. <laughs> yeah. I just I, want my boot cut. I want my boot cut jeans. That's all I, I want. actually I'm still okay with skinny jeans. I know I'm a millennial side part. I don't give a fuck. Um but anyways, yeah. but like so seventies is definitely a thing, but I'm seeing nineties things that I legit wore. Same coloring. I think they're just reusing shit that they couldn't yeah. sell in the nineties. Like I'm pretty sure I have the same outfit um in one of my pictures of me as a toddler as yes. I do as a adult human, which was the Diana the Princess Diana bike shorts and giant uh sweatshirt yes. with uh sort of the like crumpled crew cut socks and tennis shoes um, is what I wear to walk my dog now. And uh, 100% everything I wore as a toddler through kindergarten looked like that. Well, and like, (laughs) so everything's cyclical. So we we do repeat these patterns. What's interesting about, because we access so much information so easily and so fast, we're getting like different elements. And it's like, if you actually look back the last five years, see how the fashions have changed and trickled through where it's not just nineties or just seventies. It's like a trickle mix of both. Like it's a modernization of that, but also like the seventies, they did Edwardian. So a lot of my stuff that uh, people read is more like Edwardian style clothing. Mm -hmm. It's seventies. I bought them like it's a vintage seventies piece and it's the seventies does Edwardian. The eighties did fifties. Like it's, it's easier to find when you when you're a <clears throat> a vintage clothing shopper. Twiddle my mustache. Um, <laughs> a lot of times you find dupes for things that you actually want by finding more modern versions of them trying to do vintage clothing. Yeah, um, and you know, looking at both of your glasses, big frames made a big comeback in the past oh, few yeah. years. And like my mom's glasses used to be that big. Yeah, these were the nerd glasses. These were the glasses that everyone hated, and I love the aesthetic. Yeah, so Heather has on horn rim glasses. Rectangles best on me. See, and I don't like the small rectangles. I used to have the the thick black squares, and now I I experimented a little bit with, like, more top frames with, like, a circular bottom. Yeah. So Heather has on horn rim glasses. Uh, Mm -hmm. They're black horn rim glasses. They're on the rounder side at the bottom. Uh, Morgan has on sort of, uh, I would say long, thin, uh, rectangular, they look like thick plastic. I have very standard, just rectangle mm-hmm. frames. Yeah. And then I'm wearing, like, circular wire glasses. Would be yeah, and mine are, mine are full frames, so yeah. they're not hacked or anything. Yeah, oh, they're plastic yeah, yeah, yeah. all the way around. Mine are at the bottom and not at the top, and that's mostly because I have some thick eyebrows that create an, their own frame at the top. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> 
Know your face. Know what works with you. Um, I want to look like a blueberry. That's why I chose round ones. I want to be a beautiful (laughs) circular moon baby. (laughs) I like it. But it is interesting, like, how we always see things like, oh, well, I see that as this because that's what my knowledge base is telling me to see. Like, humans see patterns and things. And always, like... I'm, again, we talked about this before. I'll be I'll be quick about this. I'm not saying I'm full on the ancient alien train, but the theories fascinate me. But it's really funny that they'll look at like ancient Mayan thing. Like, well, that's clearly a, a a guy in an astronaut suit. So that proves that there were like people who came here and they had like yeah. giant masks. And like, I mean, your theories are interesting. I I you know keep talking about it. But also, we only know what an astronaut looks like because we've had astro. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, we're just, you're wanting to see something there, and it could be there, but it also could not be there. You know what I mean? We got the idea from a scuba diver. But where did they get the idea for their design? By being scuba divers. From the aliens! (laughs) From being scuba divers? Somebody had to come up with the design. Well, the idea is you have to enter into an inhospitable environment, therefore, how do you do that? Put yourself in a bubble. Or at least your breath for a really long time. Yeah, okay. Morgan, this is why you're not a scuba diver. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> That's because I'm afraid of the ocean. Mm. But you Anyways. did get to see some beauties of the ocean when you came to visit. So I'm derailing. Yes. Um, dolphins. Mm. Okay. Uh, time travelers, cat. Time traveling dolphins. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was what I had. Um, honestly, if you come up with any other uh, fun internet things, you know, uh, let us know because we want to debunk them. And tell you you're dumb. Just kidding. Um, we want to discuss no. and debate whether or not you think that it's actually realistic, or if we can hive brain our way into f- figuring out where it comes from. Yes. So do show us. Let us know. And do it on know, our social media. But yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> let us know by now. You know, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. If you don't have any of those, you know, we have possibly haunted podcast at gmail dot com. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Remember, if you answer the Coven Corner. Which is... Uh, what sort of item of historical clothing do you want to bring back if, if you had to time travel and, you know... <laughs> You've, like, already changed the question again. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, you're no, 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 you're having to time travel. What piece of clothing are you going to bring back because you're most excited about wearing it? Yes, we'll go with that. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> and uh, if you answer that when we post our Coven Corner questions... Um, we will read your answer in a future episode, which we, and we like learning from you, you know? Time so, travel, outfit, souvenir. <laughs> remember, listeners, if you put in some good effort to your outfit and what you're holding, one of your social media pictures could be mistaken for a time traveler in the future. And that photo could also be possibly haunted. Ooh. Ooh.